0: Hello everyone, my name is Jordan Lewis, welcome to the re Media Revolution podcast where we interview underground hip-hop artists from across Canada, and somehow always end up acknowledging that we feel our best when fulfilling our moral obligation. Today's episode features Hotter. This interview was recorded a few months ago before its official release, just to give you some chronological awareness. We've done a second interview more recently with Hodder as well, which we will release in due time. I've had the pleasure of conducting both interviews, and I must admit that Hotter has the uncanny ability to remind me of my favorite parts of myself and of others. An instant report was felt. Frankly, I feel like I'm speaking to someone I've known for years when it's with Hodder, uh, a feeling that has become more and more unfamiliar through the COVID era as I find myself unintentionally and intentionally distancing from nearly everyone um there is just something professionally canadian about him and i mean that in the best way possible so let's get right to it here's hotter
1: what is up everyone i'm here with hotter hotter how you doing brother good man how about yourself I'm doing great, bro. I'm doing great. So I've got it hear that you're from out of Halifax, but you were telling me you're a little bit more close to the country. Is that still in Halifax or is that kind of just like a sub community or a whole nother town?
2: Yeah. So it still falls within the municipality of Halifax. But uh, the Halifax regional municipality is like one of the biggest municipalities geographically in Canada. So, no like, you just Yeah could still be like in Halifax be like an hour and a half from downtown, so
1: no way that's kind of
2: the sticks, but I can jump on the highway and be downtown in like twenty minutes, so it's kinda cool.
1: Is it a lot of like open space or is a lot of that uh, hour occupied with uh, like residentials and businesses and stuff?
2: uh, there's all kinds man, like the suburbs are pretty packed uh houses are fucking like a perforated line one after the other, yeah, like you, you come out my way, houses are. Everybody's got like two, three acres of land kind of separated, and then you can go even further and you can go five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes between houses.
1: Man, that's interesting. See, I, I don't really have much to compare it to because I haven't really ventured to an area like that I assume Halifax is like. Have you ever been what? to anywhere else in Canada that you, that you could compare it to?
2: Uh, phew, not really. It's kind of its own <laughs> unique thing. Like <laughs> That's what I'm area, thinking. Yeah. yeah, if you take Halifax, like Halifax on its own is similar to uh nowhere in Canada really if you're going to compare it to anything it'd be like a, a small <laughs> scale Boston, but like all the all the smaller areas like lower Sackville and shit that's all close to like uh Moncton, New Brunswick or anywhere along that line. Just like a smaller big town, small city, whatever you want to call it.
1: Interesting. When you say kind of like a smaller Boston, I I I imagine kind of a lot of brown and gray.
2: Yeah, big time. The uh the industrial all, yeah, the the architecture is all very similar. Um a lot of the designs came from uh people who had similar backgrounds in architectural design and they were built in the same era. So it's uh if you look at it like take face value of the city, it's very similar to Boston.
1: Interesting, man. Are you born and raised?
2: Yeah, I uh I was born in Halifax and then I've lived outside of Halifax yeah like i say more towards the sticks for uh most of my life
1: that's awesome man and for the foreseeable future what are you saying
2: uh man this is always gonna be home for me yeah i mean i've lived up in cape breton before i went to school up in cape breton um post-secondary but like now this is always gonna be home for me i might be all over the world and whatever but
1: yeah that'll always be kind of the where your roots are yeah absolutely good to hear bro good to hear that you've got uh Love for your home city like that. Um, let's talk about your music though. So uh, hotter of IBEX Music Group. Actually, let's talk about IBEX first. Tell me about. Uh, tell me. Tell me a bit about them. About you yeah, guys. Yeah, so
2: uh, we go by it's IBEX. IBEX. Um, okay.
1: Okay. I was saying it wrong. Yeah.
2: Okay. No, no worries, man. We're uh, so IBEX is um, to put it down like the the most simplistic explanation of the label. It's uh Ibex is a species of goat. Goat and hip-hop is obviously the greatest of all time. And the Ibex <laughs> yeah, yeah. is the largest, most aggressive species of goat. Um and it very conveniently just is a dope word to say. So we yeah. thought that all rolled together pretty well and explained who we are. We've our label and our media group goes outside of hip hop. We've got folk artists, pop artists, hip-hop artists, but uh
1: Bye. How long have this have? How long have you guys been around for, or when did you guys like formulate?
2: Um, we've had we've had the like the, the groundwork for Ibex going for about a year here now. Um, okay,
1: so I was gonna guess it was after your uh, the laid off LP.
2: Yeah, that's correct. It was shortly after laid off LP. Um, I was going by uh, Dapper Redneck Records for a while there, but uh, the my big thing really was. Uh, the term redneck, which it sucks for me because I always grew up being like, fuck yeah, I'm a redneck. <laughs> but now it seems like redneck has become a synonymous term with like racism. And it's like, a little bit homophobia. derogatory. Yeah. 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 So, which sucks for me because that was always like my thing. Like, you see me up rapping, but like outside of that, man, I'm wearing fucking Dunlops, beat up jeans, and like an old plaid shirt out working in the yard. So it's like, <laughs> I, I'm a hick man. But uh, so anyway, we dropped that the label dapper redneck records and went with ibex it's a more inclusive more inclusive name we wanted people to feel safe and involved and
1: for sure really more approachable, bringing
2: anybody yeah
1: absolutely that makes sense man um that's cool and i was thinking that uh when you said the, that ibex is the more aggressive species of goat that that would be after you're the laid off lp because the off my chest project that you've got there is that like grimy hard raps that is that like aggressive tone that you're taking so i could see them kind of lining up a little on that
2: oh yeah big time at least from
1: my perspective yeah let's talk about uh let's talk about the laid off lp though actually no let's let's start with what got you inspired to start releasing music because you you started dropping in 2020 and the story is laid out for us uh even in the title of the lp you got laid off so you stopped started dropping music but uh did you have a history with music before that
2: yeah, man, I've always been writing and um, even through high school, my big thing was like freestyling and battle rapping or whatever. Um, Interesting. But, like, even as yeah, a self proclaimed
1: hip, you were into big into hip hop.
2: Oh, absolutely, man. It's uh, for me, there's never been, I was big into like classic rock and like metal and shit like that, but there's never been anything that like actually spoke to me the way hip hop does and just for sure. how far you can push the pen hop on, like, different technical flows, rhyme schemes, compound syllable rhyme, like, just how far you can really twist it and how technical you can get, it really yeah. turns it into, like, a, a chess game. So
1: you have a passion for kind of the intricacies of it.
2: Oh, absolutely. That's absolutely. really cool, bro.
1: And that spawned from a young age.
2: Yeah, that uh, – I was never, like, amazing at anything in school. I was yeah. really good at, like, language arts and shit and uh, arts in general. Um, so the whole writing aspect of it came really, really easily. Um, and then obviously like the technical side of it, that took a lot of development. And it's, you know, it's a never ending thing. Like you can always get better. So I find that really cool.
1: When you say technical side, which elements are you talking about? Uh,
2: Flow patterns, finding a way to like create a flow, but a cohesive melody and work those together. Um, timing. Timing your words exactly where you want it on the beat, double entendres, triple entendres, wordplay. So these are things you're all actively
1: considering while you're uh, creating.
2: Yeah, big time. Because like If I'm writing something down, I want it to be... I hate filler lines. It's like my biggest pet peeve is filler lines. I want every line to contribute something to the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... So like you're probably not
1: big on just, like, freestyling and then just slapping that on the paper and calling it a day?
2: No. If, if I'm going to freestyle on a track, it better be, like, some Jay-Z shit in the sense of, like, that man is a genius where he can literally just, like, sit down <laughs> for, like, 20 minutes and be like, all right, I'm going in. I feel the you. Yeah, Yeah. Spit some fucking, like, the blueprint and then walk out and be like, yeah, all right, guys, well, that was a good day. It's like, man, you are <laughs> fucking something else. Like,
1: Yeah, yeah. But that's the goal. that's goals right there. Oh
2: absolutely.
1: yeah, one of the greats, man. Uh, so for your for your uh, the laid off LP as well, what were we getting laid off from? Was this the other hustle? was this the other potential career choice for you or what are we talking about?
2: Yeah, so I work on ships. I spend like six months a year at sea. Um, Jeez. and I just I was on a waiting list. the company i was currently with to go to nigeria for a job um and it was right around like when covid was starting to become like an ominous threat um yeah and so they were like man like we're we're limiting our international travel so i was like okay well i'll hang out till then anyway for every day you work normally get paid for two days that way when you're Home, you're still receiving pay for the equal amount of time you're away at work. Yeah, yeah. I was running out of days in the bank. So I was starting to get worried. Um, but yeah, no, I I was like, yeah, fuck it. I've got all this time on my hands. Um I'm gonna start doing this. So little Frieza is a good friend of mine from back in the day, like when we were kids. And he had hit me up um a couple months before that. Cause prior to me getting into rap, I'd run a like an entertainment uh business hosting parties sponsoring parties doing contracts and bars and stuff
1: that's awesome man
2: yeah it was dope but i had hit him up he was in a um like a duo group at the time and so i was like man you guys should come perform uh at one of my events so anyway we were talking and he was like oh yeah i told him you know i used to rhyme i used to write whatever and uh, so anyway, he would hit me up a couple months before I got laid off. I hop- hopped on a track with him called Frieza Bap. And it was like a like an old school grimy boom bap jazz kind of track. Yeah. Um, and it never got released. But when we did that, I linked up with uh, his producer, who's now my producer, Blossom Complex. Um, and they're probably one of the fucking one of the best underground producers in the halifax scene
1: for sure from what i've heard man it's sick are, are they responsible for all the tracks on the uh, the laid off lp as well as off my chest
2: uh yeah all of them except for ball and chain that was a that was a beat that i had purchased uh from hey, another producer i feel but, you. yeah every other every other track on there was uh pretty much a blossom complex blossom complex production
1: that's dope man yeah that's crazy to have that chemistry especially uh uh, you got you guys pumped out a lot of tracks in that first LP,
2: man. Oh, yeah, man. This last year and a half or so has been nuts. We've probably got 50 to 60 songs. Holy
1: oh, fuck. All yeah. completed, all packaged and wrapped.
2: For the most part, you know, I'm still sending off. So, like, we've got another project in the works right now that's like I'd say 50 to 60% done. Um yeah. and I'm just sending off. Um, some stuff right now for features and I'm still down in the studio almost every day recording just t- tweaking every little thing right because you're always your worst critic you're driving around the truck listening to the song and you're like fuck I hate the way I said for that
1: Sure. Yeah. so what puts the, what puts the fuel in your engine to be that kind of like on top of it
2: um man for me it's just always like I want to be this is going to sound real cliche let's hear it bro I want to be the best, man. Like there's something there's, you know, obviously you want to contribute the most you can back to hip hop, because for me, it's done so much uh, for me personally. But like, I want to give back to that. But at the same point in time, there's definitely part of you that loves the competitive side of it. No, like you're the best. You're the best in the local scene. You're climbing up and i'm not saying i'm the best in the local scene but like that's what i strive for right now Absolutely. and then i want to be at the top of the game nationally internationally that's something you strive for and then you know when you can make something that is so dope that like people who have never talked to you before i've had people used to diss me like in high school and shit uh send me messages on like instagram or facebook and be like man like your shit's dope yeah and uh, that's cool man like because you spent years, especially in high school and shit, like, people being like, oh, man, like, fuck this dude. Like, and now they're hitting you up. Like, <laughs> "Yeah, man, I, I respect the work you do. So that's kind of cool. It's kind of kind of like a, a validation, so to speak. And it also just, you know, when it's people outside of hip-hop, and then you got people inside hip-hop who are like, respect your craft for the technical side of it. Like, picking it apart and being like, oh, shit, like, I see what you did here it's kind of cool
1: gotcha that's that's really interesting man so uh, not only is it just like a natural passion of yours but seeing how it's changed people's perspective of you is uh inspiration kind of enough for you to keep going then
2: oh big time that definitely plays that definitely plays a part
1: that's real cool man i like that i like that a lot so with the laid off lp this project is uh you're kind of shedding off a lot of old layers here. It seems like, but actually, do you think that you will get back to your what? What is your job on sea? Are you kind of like a crew person or?
2: Yeah, so I'm a navigator by trade. Right yeah. now, I'm uh, right now I'm employed as a, a deckhand. Okay. Um, so man, that's some I am back at work, work now. It, oh, are oh, you? Oh, yeah. Man. Sorry.
1: No, I was saying that's some unique work, and then I heard that you're back at work. So that's a, that's a surprise.
2: Uh yeah no it's uh it's uh no it's good work man but uh, uh, I've been back at work here now for just over a year like shortly after we released the laid off ah, LP yeah yeah I jumped back into work
1: okay that makes sense is it taking away from your creative time or is it do you want to work less in that field and be able to do more music or are you kind of happy doing both
2: I'm happy doing both the nice thing about going to see is like it's you're only out there for six months out of the year, so you get six months a year that you can be in the uh, studio. You can tour, you can do shows, um, and then six months out of the year when you're at work, you can still be writing in the evenings. Absolutely, um, no, it's it's it, it is dope. It gives you a nice capital to back up like a like a, a career too in music. Because sure. um, like we're able to independently fund everything that we do. Yeah, uh, for my career and through Ibex um without searching is we still look for grants and stuff where we can get them absolutely but we're never stressed about like oh fuck like we need this 1200 or we're not gonna be able to put this album together or anything like that like it's so it's nice to not be too stressed about that um but like if you told me like liam you can make the exact same music or the exact same money you're doing now and full-time music be like oh fuck yeah
1: like <laughs> uh deal. okay i see what you're saying
2: if it if it ever
1: so works out that you do do both full-time yeah. and, and it's like a, a dream scenario where you're in like best of both worlds wh- where do you think you would be in terms of uh Your non music job? Do you think there's opportunity for you to like own a related business or or manage a team, uh, like related to what you do, or or do you think it is something that you'll definitely step out of in the near future once music takes off?
2: If I'm ever in a position where music can be like my my primary, we'll say bread and butter, yeah, that'll be it. Um, Uh,
1: Okay, for sure.
2: Yeah, like I've always I've always had a passion for boats. Like I love going to sea i love being on boats i used to race sailboats and shit like it's it saying. is definitely a lot of fun it's something yeah yeah i enjoy but if i could go back doing that as like 100 percent a hobby okay um and still you know make good money that'd be yeah. dope
1: yeah yeah but otherwise for the most part the chapter would be closed
2: yeah as far as doing it for work yeah it would be closed that's fair, bro. That's fair. <laughs> Taking
0: a quick break, we are going to listen to a track by Hotter. This one is titled Million. Enjoy.
3: Blossom. Uno knows, man I'm gone without a trace And I'm on another planet Elon followed me to space When I say I'm moving kilos Man, that means I'm lifting weights And my bars are hitting harder Than a storm in golf states We control the game Like action replay On Nintendo Wow, got freezer on this track Watch how easily we hold it down Skip the lag day Don't need cardio to run this down, Man, on the block With these beats and sound. Let my music energize you Like it's coffee grounds I just kick back, relax Pick tracks and start jamming Reaching for the top Forget the shit that's low-hanging I'm swinging from the trees but I don't need no hammock, just a gorelli Yo, a monkey in the round, and do be banging on my chest. Well, I got the whole crew out. And cl-
4: Get the high score. Moving on to the next. whoopee get the four door. Never call me solo. iPhone on store Hard shell outside. Gooey at my fucking core. Harder hit the line. Call me yep yep for one more. Blow so insane. You can find me in the psych ward. Leave them all bloody fuck. We're not doing horror. But I wanna be screaming. All this drink got me leaning. New tricks, my neck on blue. Yeah, so sick. We burn up like a matchstick. So I hit the putty, got new sheets with the rug. The ops playing a bug, so they get blasted with the slug. I put more ice in my cup. Keep on drinking. Yeah, I'm bust another light year. I'm up. So the vibes, that's a plus. Chasing this feeling, watch how I go for a million. Uh, chasing this feeling, no, I cannot keep this feeling. I'm chasing this feeling, watch how I go for a million. I'm reaching for the top, no, I cannot see the ceiling. Chasing this feeling, watch how I go for a million. chasing this feeling, watch how I go for a million. I'm chasing this feeling, watch how I go for a million. I'm reaching for the top, no, I cannot see the ceiling. Chasing this feeling, watch how I go for a million. chasing this feeling, no, I cannot cheat this feeling. I'm chasing this feeling, watch how I go for a million. I'm reaching for the. No, I cannot see the ceiling Chasing this feeling, watch how I go for a million Chasing this feeling, watch how I go for a million Uh, Chasing this feeling, watch how I go for a million Uh, I'm reaching for the top, no, I cannot see the ceiling
1: Okay, so then I guess I'm wrong in the sense of shedding off uh, the work, the job before. But I guess in terms of the context of the album being laid off, it was uh, this one of the central themes. But uh, one of the other things you're shedding off, as it seems, in this uh, project is uh, a relationship or maybe a couple of relationships. I don't know if you want to elaborate a bit about that because one of the first songs you release on the project is called Ball and Chain. And another one of the themes related to that as well in it is that men don't have enough friends. And I'm seeing the parallel here in that maybe the reason that men don't have enough friends is because uh, it, it's it's cut short. The ability's cut short by the reason of the ball and chain.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that track was, uh, you know, it's not about anybody in particular or but the topic is definitely like um you know everybody's got that one buddy who you know oh fuck i'm coming out saturday night shit's gonna be wild like let's go and then like you know a couple months later he's all wifed up and shit and it's like (laughs) oh man i don't know if i can come out like you know shit got pretty wild at bingo on fucking thursday or you know, family yeah. game night. Like, are we got a fucking
3: Mario Kart going
2: on? I can't make it to the bar. We can't go play darts. Not like that. So that was kind of the uh, that was the idea behind it. And it's more poking fun at it, you know. Like, yeah, obviously, I want I want all my homies to you know progress in their relationships, and you know, definitely uh, definitely put a lot of effort into that. But like, at the same time, make time for your boys because. <laughs> Some of us still like to do shit like four wheeling and going downtown.
1: So absolutely. Are we also looking at the perspective of uh, seeing these relationships kind of tear the boys down, like no, deteriorate like, them? No.
2: In some cases, I'm sure. Now, I've been really fortunate in like personally, um, I've got a couple. I don't have a huge, huge circle, but like yeah, the four or five buddies of mine that I've had for years now. Um, I've been really fortunate with them to have really good relationships with both them and their partners. So there's definitely no malice there. Um, but uh, you know, you I can definitely see it with other buddies that I have lost over the years or whatever. You can see it like, Oh, you know, they don't hang out with us anymore. They won't answer my calls or so that is definitely a thing. But yeah. uh, for me personally, I've been, I've been really lucky and, um, you know, the boys have all been there for each other. So oh, that's okay. pretty cool.
1: Fair man. One of the reasons that I was wondering if it was a, a specific person or if directed to is just based on your skit, uh, the AirPod skit. Um yeah, who's the who's the chick in that?
2: Oh, this, that's my girlfriend. Oh, she, that's uh, your girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. Me and Frieza put the put those skits together and she came in like halfway through. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, hold up. We got I got an idea. I need you to jump in on this right quick um so yeah she jumped in and like no she's good man she doesn't care (laughs) like i can go out and buy something stupid and she just doesn't doesn't care because like i know i'm relatively responsible at like managing my finances so like i know i've got like this fun money i can go buy stupid shit yeah yeah Um, i've got everything else covered so like if i come home with something stupid and unnecessary like she's just like yeah i Fully expected that. Yeah. Um, but I thought it'd be funny for the skit for her to be like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: yeah. And then just you dropping know. the info that you're also laid off.
2: Yeah, exactly. Just hit, hit her with it all at
1: once. I like it, man. I, I like your approach to skits. I feel like you do it really well because sometimes in the past, I've felt like skits are super intrusive and take away from the content. But yours, I feel like they're they're comedic. They're plugged in really well. And they they add to the story of the, the whole album. So like, kudos to that, bro.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. Um, We don't have too much time, but so let's try and get through uh, your 2021 release, Off My Chest, this seven track project here. Like I said, you've got more grimy kind of harder raps coming through this. Um, Off My Chest, the uh, title track. I, I like this track a lot, man. I like I love your I love your um, the themes and context of your uh, your vocals. Uh, one of the things that stood out for me is call me Stephen King. This is my Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Um, I think that's really cool because I think for the people who don't know, I think uh, Shawshank Redemption, Stephen King considered that his masterpiece, right?
2: Yeah, it was definitely one of his more higher regarded films that yeah. he himself has personally said. He's like, I'm really proud of this.
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I think that's really cool. So that's was that your take to Off My Chest kind of from the beginning that this is going to be my kind of Shawshank Redemption? Or or is that kind of what it uh, ended up as?
2: Um, at the point that I was at in my career when I was putting that together, it was definitely my Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Um, now, that being said, I'm hoping... In a year's time, two years' time, like, I'm hoping to up my game from that, um, just to push everything just a little further. At that time, though, that was that body of work, that seven-track EP body of work. That's definitely my Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, um,
1: you're really feeling it.
2: Yeah. No, I pushed it. I pushed it as far as I could at that time. Um, but I was I was really satisfied with it. I, um, I enjoyed it, bro. No, I appreciate that. Like it yeah. was, it was one of those things. Like I always am really, I scrutinize my own work heavily, yeah. like everybody does.
1: Absolutely. But for the
2: first time in hip hop, I was like, "Shit!" Like, a, I actually like how some of this sounds. Um, yeah. So yeah, that explains that bar, I guess.
1: For sure, bro. To me, it sounds the project as a whole sounds like a complete package. So I really enjoyed it because uh, it is every track manages to hold that theme. Uh, of off my chest even from beginning and end to the skits man like it's it's put together pretty well i'm i'm very impressed uh let's let's dive into the subject matter i know that kind of we're talking about uh feeling like we know how to change the world and that we're we're actively doing it but uh it's like all that effort for a drop of blood or at least that's what i'm getting from the off my chest track here
2: yeah no big time it uh, um like you said i definitely tried to make it cohesive and subject matter but each track kind of touches on like different things that i'm just trying to tear into a little bit
1: yeah absolutely and i I find the main theme of it so off my chest is you kind of getting off all this kind of uh i guess to boil it down and make it simple it's like anger and resentment towards like the system that we're caught in
2: oh yeah there's definitely like if you listen back to like plague there's a lot of shit in there on plague about um like government world governments world elites um yeah. and you know all these all these groups of people who just fucking think they're better than everybody else and aren't focusing on like all right like let's make sure everybody's good make sure everybody's eaten um and then you know there's a bunch of different bunch of different topics in there um there's some some personal shots um and then there's just like just some ranting and stuff.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. Let's let's talk about the personal shots actually. And entrepreneur, what, what it it is? Shots fired, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> do do you want to elaborate? Just because I couldn't find too much context for it, I don't I don't know if you like leaving it open air. But I'm sure like the person who knows knows.
2: Oh yeah, I threw uh, I definitely threw enough in there that um, if the uh, if the individual who is the subject of that song hears it, yeah. They're gonna know. Um, now, just you know, for the sake of, I had to get that off my chest for me. I wasn't trying to drag anybody down, so I left absolutely. I left all that out of it. Like I say, this was this was for me to get shit off my chest. It's yeah. not for me to drag anybody down or absolutely.
1: Like it's the, it's more to remember. Yeah, yeah. It's more to remember the feeling as well in the future, not necessarily remember that specific person.
2: No, exactly. But yeah, it's be- like. This is all the shit I know. This is what I can say, and this is just me rolling it off my chest.
1: Absolutely, and from my perspective as well, bro. As much as it was like a personal event to you, it's a, it's a, it's a relatable track because we come across those types of people very often in our industry.
2: Oh, absolutely. Well, that's it. I hate just hollow talk. You know what I mean? Like, if I don't talk a lot, um, like even doing podcasts, and interviews, and shit. I find it weird. That's why you'll often hear me just start rambling off about other shit. But like, (laughs) yeah, I don't like talking about things that you're not going to act on. Um, like if, if I'm making plans to do something, um, in a career, hosting an event or anything like that, bringing people into the studio, anything like that, I act on it. Like it is, yeah, it might not have a date and a set time, but like rest assured it's getting done. Um, and I just hate talking business ventures with people who don't like to see a finished product.
1: Absolutely. Too, many, too much optimism with it, not enough follow through, right?
2: No, absolutely.
1: I feel you on that, man. And I respect that a lot. Because like I said, in this industry, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who claim that they're hungry for it, but they, they just see the prize and the goal and they don't know the actual like, kind of effort that it takes to actually get there.
2: No, that's right. Like They might be hungry, but they're still waiting for somebody to drop it off at their table. You know Absolutely. What
1: I mean? Exactly. And I don't know, man, but I feel, I feel like I was kind of the same way when I first started kind of taking the approach into what I'm doing, that it would be easy. And I don't want, I don't think I learned the hard way, but I definitely learned.
2: No, that's it. And that's the cool thing too. was like, once you, once you realize that like, I'm at the point now where I know enough in what I'm doing to know that I really don't know shit. Yeah. once you you accept that fact and you 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 continuously learn like that's when you start to fucking slingshot ahead you know what i mean like
1: that's so fucking funny
2: yeah no you got to accept the fact that like you have to accept the humiliation of like i don't know a fucking thing um and then be like all right like what am i gonna do to change this now
1: yeah what where which directions am i going i have a question for you is that applicable in both of your industries
2: oh absolutely absolutely like I've been doing this at work here now. I've got three years of school and th- almost three years of work, I guess. Yeah. And like, I still learn new shit every day, man. Like, yeah. or I'm doing stuff at work and I'm like, oh, I thought like, I thought this is how you did it. I was yeah. convinced that this is how I did it for the last three years. But like, there's a, a better way to do it, a more efficient way to do it. And it's like, fuck, all right, like, let me learn this. Yes. And then I'll come back and I'll be like, is this exactly all right? Cool. And you know, you just you pick up new stuff, you learn how to do things better or, or different or more efficient or whatever.
1: Absolutely. But bro, that that openness to like life is kind of like a good lesson to take because I feel like it like we just touched on two completely different industries that we know we can we're like there's like infinite knowledge to be had and you can always be improving. Uh and taking that approach to life is like, you, you know what, it's just kind of like open and honest. And I feel like there's a lot more room for improvement and a lot more motivation behind it if you kind of look at everything that way.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: So what, what would you say uh, are the biggest obstacles that you face in your career for music?
2: Well, for me, I'm just too damn stubborn to leave Nova Scotia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. I mean, I'm definitely once COVID allows travel, we're definitely yeah. looking forward to doing some shows. Uh Coming out west, definitely stopping in Toronto. I'd like to make it all the way, like, coast to coast. Okay, Um, so
1: it's just, like, you just have a desire to tour and get out there.
2: Yeah, man, I want to get out there. Right now, our biggest, like I say, our biggest constraint is that we just can't leave. Um, And there's not enough uh, a scene in Nova Scotia. Like, our scene is dope, but it's so small and local. For sure. um, That it's like, all right, like, I can be the best in Halifax, but, like... Like what, what, what is that saying? It's like, you know, being the best in the world at fucking lawn ringette, like (laughs) there's really a small market for that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I feel you on that, bro. And and to be honest, man, I feel like it's, it's all in the plans, right? Because you started making music right when the shutdown happened and moving around, was impossible. And now that it's going to be possible, I feel like you're probably going to get it done right away.
2: No, that's the goal. Anyway, we're, like I said, we're hoping to start doing, we can do shows here now in Scotia. Oh, that's sick. so I'm, I'm looking to start doing shows here. Um, and as soon as possible. And as soon as, like, like I say, everything is, all has, it comes back down to contribution. Like, if, if I'm doing a show, but, like, it's, if I'm performing at, like, a little tiny Irish pub, like, and that's the only place I can get a show. It's like, man, I'm not going to do that because people don't go to <laughs> Irish pubs to listen to hip-hop. Um, especially if i yeah. there doing off my chest um, yeah. with, like, you know, screaming and just going, I'm like, man, people are in Irish pub to, you know, go <laughs> out, have a few beers, listen to some jigs and reels. Um, yeah. So, again, with picking our venues and stuff, uh, we got to pick something that contributes one to the listeners, and two, if I'm going out to do a show, I want to, you know, have some sort of draw, and those people to be receptive of what we're what we're putting out. So yeah, that's I really, the other thing. It's just picking the right venue.
1: I really enjoy your approach to it, man. You're you're clearly not just winging it, and you're taking like a, a smart approach to everything that you're doing. Uh, we're approaching the end of our time here. Is there anything that you want to say for the uh, sign off?
2: No, man. Just a uh, huge thank you to. Uh, have me on your show.
1: Oh, absolutely, hotter! Thank you so much for joining me.
2: Anytime, anytime. Yeah, man, if you ever find your way out east, hit me up. We'll take absolutely. you around. Absolutely, Take you around the scene.
1: Hell yeah, bro. Well, the goal with everything opening up, man, is to get ourselves involved in tours as well. So, like, fingers crossed, man. We'll keep in touch and we'll we'll see how things go because I'm pretty optimistic as well moving forward. Dope, oh, man. That sounds good. Easy, bro. Okay, thank you so much again, hotter. Take care, eh?
2: All right, buddy. Take, take
0: her down. easy. Have a good one.
1: Peace out, homie.
0: All right, peace. Thank you for tuning in to this interview featuring Hotter. If you want to learn a little more about him, the best way to connect is through our Instagram at re as we have much more content with his inclusion coming up shortly. Until then, we're going to leave you with another track by Hotter. This one is titled Broken. Enjoy and take care. Awesome.
3: I burn the bandwagon before I hop on it. I don't walk the fine line, bitch. I stomp on it. Never let you overtake me, put a stop to it. Cause the tattoo on my chest is just a picture of what you should have been a swallow. Bitch, watch me like a citizen and sit back on your ass while I deliver this shit different. Fuck it, your death is imminent. Murdering, but I'm innocent. Cause this is all I got, literally all I got. Bust my ass at work to make music. When I get off, I'm just shivering at the thought of I chase fame when already got all the guap. Yeah, whiskey, handy in shops Open bottles of pills that don't got no cotton on top It's the for chair my thoughts I'm an addict like it or not It's pace and volume and chase and volume These tendencies and ecstasies, the lifestyle I live Might leave me the next deceased. I'm living in misery From a dream that I've conceived But can't find the will to believe Should I quit this shit right now, grieve The loss of what I've achieved I'm trying to make it as a rapper And finally get some sleep I'm not tired, I'm sick of seeing you fucking sleep on me to the family At Ibex, when I eat, you eat with me I've been clocking in the hours And written well overseas, bitch, I clock at All these motherfuckers want us a piece of me Cause I've been changing up my game and reciting on every beat and I've been down with this shit, y'all excrete, take like take no defeat Cause it's driving jealousy just from watching these suckers seat and succeed while well, just to and lean Have you listened to these fuckers? Now half of them can't even read But they seem to hold the status, the reason that I compete In the bar I might never reach and the goals I might not achieve And I'm scared that I might OD on the passion that I have seen Yeah, 25-hour days working 8 days out of the week And the day that hottest deceased is the day that Feeling so oblique and see myself from the street. Like a sure sign of defeat to elite, so conjunction me. Myself and I won't suicide I'll side Swipe and leave, I'm wide eyed. Damn it, my mind is made up. I'm here to just fuck this game up and spit in the face of haters and fake fucks. Let run their makeup. I finally arrived, so y'all can expect a pay cut. Motherfuckers.